No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hello and welcome to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Zach Taplin. And I am Emily Freeman. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. So today, we're going to be talking with a uh, compatriot of ours, uh, Mr. Dominic, um, who is a patient at Texas Children's Hospital, and um, he's actually considering joining the radio show a little bit. And just to give you guys a little bit of background on where we are, uh, we're recording this um, in the new Purple Songs Can Fly studio at Texas Children's Hospital, um, which is very, very nice. And yes, yes, it is a woohoo. It's been a long time coming. And definitely purple. (laughs) Very, very purple. Yes. And so, hi, Dominic. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Thanks for coming out today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You're doing good? Yeah. Cool. Great, great. Um, So I kind of want to first kind of talk a little bit about kind of your interest in the show uh, before we kind of get into more about you yourself. So what brings you here today? Okay. Well, I was invited to the studio to check out the radio station by Miss Anita. She invited me here to maybe take over doing the interviews. So um, this is my first time in the studio, and as you were saying before, it's very purple. It's very, very nice, very purple. and it looks you can't great. Have too much purple, though. So. <laughs> and, and actually, Dominic uh, sat in on our last show, um, so he, he kind of has gotten kind of into the environment of the studio. What do you think about the uh, radio show now that you've seen it? Um, in person. Right. I've, I've listened to radio shows a lot, but I've never been in one before. So it's basically what I expected, but very, very nice. And it's really cool to be here in person. Thank you cool. so much. Thank you. Cool. I, I'm always happy to take compliments on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> so um, let, let's, let's start talking a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Okay, um, sure. So where were you born? I was born in Atascacita, <laughs> Texas, in 1999. Okay. Wow. And uh, kind of let's talk a little bit um, from your birth to now. You know, where'd you okay. grow up? You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me, tell me about you. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was born a long time ago. That was before I was five. Let's see. <laughs> I don't remember much back then, but um, we moved to Kingwood area, New Caney, a okay. while back, okay. and that's all I remember. I have four sisters and one brother, so six mm. children, wow. mom and dad. A dog and two cats. We've had a lot his um, a long history wow. of pets, and I was diagnosed with cancer mm. in December of 2011. Okay. Wow. Now, now, what exactly was your diagnosis like? It was acute lymphoblastic leukemia, mm. and it was right before Christmas. I think wow. maybe four days. So I was in the hospital during oh, Christmas. Gosh. Quite oh, a Christmas bless present. Your heart. Sorry. It worked out pretty well because I got more presents than I normally would have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's giving me new Look stuff. Look at the bright so side. Look it, at the bright side. It worked side. out pretty well. It was a good time to get it. Mm. <laughs> well, what kind of alerted you um, that you needed to go to the hospital so early? I mean, I know personally, this might just be speaking for me, um, right before Christmas, if I feel sick at all, I hide it. I hide it. It's bad. It's really bad. Like, I hide it. I wait. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good to go. That way my, they let me wake up early for, for <laughs> Christmas good. presents. Right. Right. Um, I, 
there's a lot of um, cough laughing, I like to call it, where mm-hmm. if I'm like really coughing and sick, I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, cover it up. Mm-hmm. My family just thinks I'm crazy, you know. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. what brought you to the what, hospital? What kind of gave you the inkling? Right. Well, I got tired more mm-hmm. easily than the other boys that I was playing with. Okay. I had to stop and sit down before they did. Mm-hmm. But initially, there was a pain in my legs, okay. which I hear is where the biggest bone in the body is, and that's where the marrow makes the blood. And that's right. what I had. It's a blood cancer. Okay. So they hurt, sort of like growing pains. Uh-huh. And that's what we thought they were at first, just growing pains, and I, I'd take it easy. But right. they didn't go away after the first day. They got worse and worse. And so we went to our doctor, and she did some tests, and we went back home. And by this point, I was in pain. It hurt. I was limping mm. around the house. Oh, goodness. And the next day... I think it was a Wednesday, the doctor called our house mm. and told mom, take him to Texas Children's Hospital right now. Mm. Come by here, get the blood tests, and go. Right. So we went. It came pretty fast. Uh, I got a room and was diagnosed just a few days before Christmas. Wow. It happened just within a week. Wow. Mm. So what happened from your diagnosis to now to uh, with, with your treatment? Right. Mm. Well, uh, there's been lots of different tests that we've been going through. I mean, different periods. I took the chemotherapy route. I haven't right. had any radiation. So um, lots of different medicines. I do remember one particular one when I was inpatient, yeah. just lying on the bed with my port accessed. It looked like pickle juice, and it was a big oh, bag no. hanging on my <laughs> tower. Oh, and no. that period lasted for a while, maybe a few months. We went in mm. for um, two-day stays. But it wasn't so bad. We don't have TV at home. We have TV there. It felt like a hotel, in a way. There you go. Always look at the look bright at the side bright of things. Side. Exactly. Look at the bright side. It That's makes it easier. Yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, <laughs> I, I know personally, um, when I when I came here, uh, when I was a child, um, when, when did you say you were diagnosed? Uh, December of 2011. So it's which been about two you, years ago. Which okay. would make you about 13? I turned 13 that year. Okay. I was 12. Okay. okay. I, I was about 11 when I first started coming. I know I had my head buried directly in my Game Boy. Um, I, I, that, and that was, you know, perfect for me. I, I, I loved it. <laughs> right. Everyone adjusts in their own way. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have Game Boy at the time. Um, actually, I got a present, which was a DS. I never would have gotten without Aww. it. Like I said, Christmas is actually a pretty good time. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> all my friends pitch in, and you really learn who your friends are. Right. Making new friends and um, right, but I think I was pretty open, mm. pretty accepting to the way things were. Mom and I didn't have an initial shock mm. of how could this happen. We right. just sort of took it and went with it. Mm. Some people I hear cannot cope well. They have breakdowns, and everyone has breakdowns. I do. Yeah. yeah. But I think for the most part, we've been accepting it and moving forward, seeing what can we do with this now that it's happened. Because there's nothing right. you can do about it to prevent it. But right. we're going to take care of it. So it's important to keep an upbeat attitude, and I think that's what we have. Right. That's great. That's good that to hear. Great. So where are you now with treatment? I'm in maintenance. So right, right. now it's just okay. a trip to the hospital every, no, two trips to the hospital every month. Okay. And daily pills at home that I just have to remember to take. Mm-hmm. Um, just trips to the hospital, and this is going to last until I'm 16. So just one more year now. So are you in, you're in remission? Maintenance right now. Or maintenance, okay. Right. Okay. So easy stuff. Hard parts back there. We're good. Cool. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, Congrats. Uh, yeah, and I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about kind of your future goals uh, when we get back from break. 
So uh, this break, we're going to listen to a song called Everything is Purple, and it was written by Ebony when she was 11 years old. show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. 
To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Zach Tavlin. And I am Emily Freeman. And today we are talking with a fellow future radio host, uh, Mr. Dominic. So welcome back. Thank um, you. So we kind of did the last segment a little bit. We talked about kind of um, your past and kind of your growth with your diagnosis and kind of where you are now. Um, now I'm actually a little bit interested in kind of what you want to do in the future. Do you know what you want to do when you grow yeah, up? what are kinda... you interested in? Yeah. Well, I'm only 15, so I still have time. Oh, you totally have time. I, don't, I, <laughs> yeah, I am 19, and I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so, but I've got my eye on a few things. Yeah. I'd like to be a firefighter. Really? Wow. I've been interested in that. I used to want to be a soldier more like. Mm-hmm. I've been studying that. I think all little boys go through that phase. Oh, I'm right. still there, but, but I can't. But yeah. I'm still there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I still like to study war history, and I've got war board games. Wow. But I think it'd be more realistic with what's going on right now for me to be a firefighter when I grow up. But awesome. th- I've, I also love cooking, so I've got my eyes on culinary school to be a chef. Okay. Wow. And um, we're also very religious, so there's mm-hmm. a big possibility that I'll be a Catholic priest. Wow. So I've got my eyes on lots of things. That's cool. That's cool. I'd actually... Um, and you could be all of them, you, you could, know? You could. And we, we need to, after the show a little bit, we need to talk more about uh, more history and video games. That's what I enjoy, <laughs> that kind of thing. But uh, that's really cool. Actually, uh, my stepbrother, um, he found a way that um, in his town he lives in, it's a little bit smaller. Um, so he was able to um, volunteer as a firefighter, mm. um, which could be a way you could do that as right. well. And then, right. uh, actually one of my best friends right now is going through the academy. He says he loves it. So that, that, that that's really yeah. cool, actually. Um, okay, so um, where are you right now in like school and such? Well, I'm homeschooled now, and we've always been homeschooled, mm. all of us. Mom's been doing a good job with that. <laughs> um, right now we're trying to move the house, though, so there's a lot of work with getting oh, the house wow. ready to go, but I've still been trying to keep up with school. I'm doing math, and I'm in seventh grade. No, mm-hmm. eighth grade. I just entered eighth grade now. Nice. And um, I'm reading history books by myself. I love history book, and I'm even teaching a history class to the little ones. No way! Right. May I ask what, uh, what class this is on? I'm teaching history. We're in the ancient period right now, talking about the Greeks and the Romans. Ah, okay. ah I, I like this. I like this okay. a lot. I, I, I'm just going to mention this for any um, audience members. Um, I am a history major in college right now. Oh, great. And uh, <laughs> the Romans are my thing. So yes. this is really cool. Yes, this is mine really too. Cool. Really? Yes. You like the Romans over the Greeks? Yeah. Yes, there we go. Well, okay. Romans great minds think alike. You know. Okay, and now the interview is over. No, I'm joking. Now we get the important parts. But that's really cool. I mean, once again, you talk a little bit more. Right. Oh, that's really cool, dude. Yeah. So how did you how'd you get into all this kind of um, history and such? Uh, with me, it was like kind of like um, my my family always like read books to me as a child, like really really young. Right. And uh, my mom um, and and dad would like read like all these like old history books, mm-hmm. and I'd get really into it and think I was a knight. Okay. I wasn't. I was waving around like a little. Um, <laughs> I was waving around a clothes hanger and thinking it was a sword. But, oh, yes. You know. I'm familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say my three favorite subjects are geography, history, and Japanese. And I don't really know how I got interested in any of them. I've always liked reading because my nice. two older siblings, my two older sisters, read a lot. Mm. So that came to me. I've got a bookshelf in my room full of books, mm. and I've read cool. most of them. I'm still reading. I love reading. And um, I've always liked history. All history from the Civil War to recently to ancient ages. So I study that. And I've been studying Japanese for a few months now. I've been interested in the culture and the language for a while now. 
And cool. I've been studying it with an online course, and I'm doing pretty well in that, too. That's nice. really great. That's really great. So um, do you have a favorite historical era or eras? I mean, I know, and this is just speaking for me. It's kind of silly. Okay. I like, um, and now don't. Don't get me wrong. If you, okay. like, hate any of these times, okay. I will not hate you. <laughs> okay. Okay? There's nothing against me personally. I, I, uh, I like the Romans. I like um, the Napoleonic Ages. And um, I like World War II. Okay. Because I am very stereotypical in everything. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I study all sorts of periods. Like you, I like Napoleonic Wars. I study him. Yes. And um, yes. World Sorry. War II is probably one of my favorite periods, the 1940s. But I go back to the Civil War in the 1860s, and even before that, the ancient era, the Renaissance, wow. all over the world, all throughout history. I, so you just cover yeah. it all, basically. I have, I have to say, Dominic, I, I, I see a little bit of myself within you. <laughs> okay. And, and, and uh yeah, this is exactly what I did. I think we can both days. take that as a compliment. It, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you very much. Uh, often people have been very upset yes. with me for saying that. Yeah, no. But uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, but uh, that's exactly what I did when I was here. Have you ever thought about pursuing a um, career related to history? Uh, history, but specifically military history. It is It is possible. Yes. I, I Although I, I am in college and although I am um, right now I'm aiming at law school, mm. um, I do really, um, if I could... I have, if I have the ability, I might go off that little track and go to you know, military That'd history. Be cool. but, uh, nice. Have you ever thought about doing that as well? That, that could be I have thought about it. That's definitely a possibility. So I definitely study more than other areas, wars specifically. The Civil War and World War II are my two favorites. Mm. But um, I read war books that I can, studying the generals, the tactics, the strategies, wow. and um, nice. how warfare develops over history. I nice. love this. I love this so much. I'm sorry. I, I, this is exactly, I do that now. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's really cool, it's good. dude. I spend many hours doing that. I've got board games, so I reenact it. What would I do here? It's fun. Cool. Have you ever, um, and this is just a little bit personal, um, have you ever played, uh, I don't know if you play uh, many video games at all, there are these things called uh, grand strategy games um, that okay. I, I really enjoy. They're almost like um, very, very complicated board games, but um, digital mm -hmm. simulations, and they have different time periods. Like I, okay. I have one I play that's um, like... Uh, 1399 to 1821 okay. and you like rule like whatever country in the world right I've played something like that Civilization is yes. a game I've played okay. by Sid Meier's that's good and that's I good. think they're making the sixth one right now right. but what I've played I've played Civ 2 and Civ 3 and a little bit of Civ 4 and I like that which uh, is exactly okay. what I like history nice. and military together nice um, if I may at the end of this show mm -hmm. um, I, I can recommend some programs that are um, relatively um Real realm, pretty much anything. And sure. you, I think you might really, really like them. I do like gaming. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I think you might really, really like them. And so we're going to cut to break. So, um, Emily, would you like to understand? And we are going to play um, I Sing Everywhere. It was written by Kiona when she was five. Enjoy.
us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel.
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Let's talk soon. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Zach Tavlin. And I am Emily Freeman. And we're going to continue with our conversation uh, with Dominic, a, a future radio host with us. So, um, welcome back from the break. Okay. Um, so, th- this segment, I really want to talk a little bit about um, both kind of your hobbies, like okay. what you enjoy doing, beyond history, because if we talk about it again, I'll get caught up again. Right. <laughs> um, and also a little bit um, about kind of your experience with Purple Songs. Okay. And, and kind of how, yeah. how you are where you are now with uh, Purple Songs in general. Because I know you've written several songs. <laughs> I've, I've written one by myself that was the song about haikus when I was 12. And I helped out write one more song called um, the 300th Song, which was the anniversary, sort of, of Purple Songs Can Fly. Cool. And I helped out with that. So I did... One and one tenth of a song. One one tenth of a song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let, let, let's uh, let's talk about that since you brought it up. Yeah. Um, um, so how did you encounter purple songs? What was writing your first song? Right, which I assume would be about haikus, right? Right. What was writing your first song like? Um, okay. What kind of inspired you? Yeah. Well, well we're gonna hear it really soon, guys. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's gonna be one of the songs that they play, much <laughs> to my embarrassment. But I did write it. Miss um, Dana, the child's life specialist, yeah. I think introduced me to Miss Anita at Purple Songs Can Fly. And this is the same Dana from the last show, right? Yes, the same okay. Dana. All right. She's a great child life specialist, and <laughs> I'm one of the children that she worked with. So cool. she introduced me, 
and we wrote a song just one day while I was in the hospital. It didn't take very long. Mm -hmm. uh, we just got in the studio. It was the old studio. Um, and we just wrote about haikus. And a haiku is a type of poem that doesn't have to rhyme. It's pretty easy to oh, write. Okay, okay. The key to a haiku is how many syllables are in it. It's three lines, and the first one is five syllables, second one is seven, and then it's five again. Okay. So it's sort of a meditative poem, usually about nature, and it's native to Japan, which is what I'm really interested in. Nice. So um, they're really easy to make up. Like, I just got one right now. Oh, Miss Grouchy Puss, with your infinite wisdom, please go, no, please just go away. Oh, and no. that's it. Doesn't <laughs> rhyme. Five, seven, five. So my song about haikus had some of those in there that I made up. Nice. And the other one, 300 song, I think I wrote two stanzas about the number 300. Mm. Not much, but it's a good, it's good, and it's yeah. really fun working with purple songs. Yeah, that cool. is good. That is good. I, I know that I had a uh, personally a similar experience. Though I didn't have a child life specialist. Um, a volunteer approached me. Mm. Uh, Miss Chamberlain, who worked with, um, I believe, uh, writers in um, hospitals or writers in schools. And um, she came to me and was, said, Zach, would you like to write a song? And said, nope, I do not want to write a song. I and didn't at first either. And <laughs> she came to me again and asked if you want to write a song. I said, again, no, I don't write a song. And so in a few days, you know, weeks and weeks yes. passed. And eventually I acquiesced. And I'm like, okay, I will stop catching them all in Pokemon. And I will write a song. <laughs> and so I um, wrote a song. I actually wrote a poem at the time. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be like a poem kind of thing about um, fish because I didn't eat fish, and I was, at the time I wanted to be a marine biologist, and I was like, oh, well, you know, it's horrible how we, what we do to fish. I, I, can't, <laughs> can't, I can't go on. I have since broken that. Okay. Um, it happened when I encountered fried catfish, and it's a horrible story. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell me about it. That sounds good. That sounds good. So we turned that into a song, and so I, I know, you know, what it's like kind of turning that kind of initial kind of brainstorming into a song, mm -hmm. and it was really good. Also, for me, a little embarrassing just because now I'm not 11 anymore. Right. And also, <laughs> I kind of do eat fish. So I feel like almost like my past self <laughs> you, is ridiculing yeah. me now. I kind of, kind of, kind of do eat fish, kind of yeah. not, kind of do. My my eleven year old <laughs> self would 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 be um, f infuriated at me. And I feel like I really let him down. Right. But, <laughs> but uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. So how you said your first song was about writing haikus. Right. And your second kind of um, appearance, I won't call it a song, but your second appearance was um, you wrote um, two stanzas, I believe, about um, the number 300, right? Right. I think I mentioned that 300 sticks of bubble gum would make a really big bubble, things like yeah. that. 300 cars made a traffic jam, something like that. <laughs> nice. And they and they all rhymed. It worked. Right. I don't remember it all right no, no, now. No, that sounds great now. Yeah. You'll mean, hear it in just a moment. Right, cool. right. And um, I'm just thinking a little bit about um, how those things, um, maybe not the number 300, but definitely haikus, does reflect your hobbies? What are some of your hobbies and kind of interests? Um... The first thing that comes to mind is learning and speaking Japanese. Nice. I'm the only one in my family that does, but we've been interested in reading anime, that's the Japanese uh -huh. television, and reading manga, and I've liked that. And so I just took it up recently, and I'm pretty good at it. I've been studying with this online program called Japanese Pod 101, mm -hmm. and I can say a few things, enough to carry on a conversation. Nice. I do intend to visit Japan for my Make-A-Wish. I'm looking forward to that. If, it, right. if it's possible, I'd like to do that. That's really cool. I I, um, I did a make-a-wish trip myself when I was younger. Um, I went to Rome in Italy because the Romans are my That's thing. where my mom wants me to go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I she loves Italy. In, and I in might her go defense, there, too. In her defense. It's a good place. Uh, well, just, Rome make-a-wish was top-notch. Yeah. I had an amazing time. It was absolutely life-changing. I got to see the Colosseum, uh, Pompeii. And, oh, my gosh, Pompeii. Mm, uh, nice. All 
everything in the kind of central Italy that was Roman. Really enjoyed it. Um, what was your make-a-wish? My make-a-wish was Paris. Um, if you've ever heard of the movie um, Sabrina with yes. Audrey Hepburn, yes. uh, that was the inspiration, and I was able to go to Paris. I've heard it's nice. And my, sp- my sister speaks French. So, oh, nice. do you speak French? I speak French from a, um, a series on iTunes. It's all free, and yeah. So the answer is yes. She is one hundred percent fluent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I personally, I am still struggling to learn English. Um, okay. <laughs> it's it's a lifelong journey. But uh, so now we have to kind of cut the break, and we are going to hear um, this three hundredth purple song, which Dominic helped write when he was twelve years old. Awesome. Yes. So enjoy. This is a 300 purple song song. Will it be short or will it be long, long? Will it have verses and a bridge? Will it have harmonies? Will everyone who hears it want to sing along? 300 sticks of gum would make a really big bubble. Would 300 water balloons Fill a swimming pool. Three hundred sticks of gum would make a really big bubble. Would three hundred water balloons fill a swimming pool? Three hundred vehicles to make a traffic jam. Three hundred sandwiches would feed a hungry school. Three hundred vehicles to make a traffic jam. 300 syllables, almost 18 haikus. This is a 300 purple song song. Will it be short or will it be long, long? Will it have verses and a bridge? Will it have harmonies? Will everyone who hears it want to sing along? 300 roses can make a breaking heart. Broken heart. Three hundred music notes. Can soothe a worried man. Can soothe a worried man. Three hundred breaths. Can bring new life. Can bring new life. Three hundred strangers. Can make a difference. Can make. Can make. Is a 300 purple song song Will it be short or will it be long, long? Will it have verses and a bridge? Will it have harmonies? Will everyone who hears it want to sing along? 300 smiles make band-aids stick 300 hugs to brighten your day 300 hugs fill my heart 300 purple hearts make me smile. 300 hugs make me feel purple inside. 300 kisses make me blush. 300 helping hands make a big difference. 300 songs can make a difference. Can make, can make a difference. This is a 300 song song will it be short or will it be long long will it have verses and a bridge will it have harmonies will 
purple song song Will it be short or will it be long long Will it have verses and a bridge Will it have harmonies Will everyone who hears it want to sing along 300 dark chocolate Hershey's Kisses wrapped in purple foil Make me very, very happy Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show welcome back to purple songs can fly on voice america kids i am zach tablin and my name is emily Freeman. and right now we're actually going to be finishing up our conversation and kind of introduction to uh dominic who um very very shortly will be a radio show host with us yes looking forward to it awesome Uh, and so we're going to start off this segment a little bit we're going to talk a bit about how um just little things about dominic kind of get you guys to know him better and then we're actually it's going to be a sort of trial by fire he is going to end this segment for us it'll be very very good very fun okay hopefully i won't total flop oh no you won't i'm sure i'm sure you'll be fine (laughs) so so let's let's uh you mentioned you like to read yes Um, what are some of your favorite books big reader i've read all the chronicles of narnia by c.s lewis yes yes i have two i have two yes and i recommend this for all children something that everyone should read yes I've also read all of the Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien and The Hobbit. <laughs> all right. Yes. Big books. I've there read those. Go. There we um, go. Nick of Time and Time Pirate by Ted Bell are some more of my favorites. All right. And also history books. Um, I like reading atlases of war, stuff mm. like that. Uh, the Dangerous Book those of Boys wonderful. is a nice reference book that I like to read. Have you heard of The Dangerous Book for Boys? I have heard of it, yes. Okay, I have that on my yes. shelf. Good for <laughs> referencing different things. A must-have. All right. Must have, yes. So I have a huge bookshelf in my room. I read all the time. That's, That's wonderful. Great. And this is just a, a slight aside with uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings interest. Yes. Because I am also interested in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. uh, what do you th- have you've seen the movies, I presume? I've seen, yes, the movies. And I've seen the first part of The Hobbit. Okay. So what do you think of The Hobbit so far? 
disappointing, honestly. Uh, the I, book was okay. better. I, 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 will, was better. I will agree with you. I will say this. I really love the acting. I love all to see it again. <laughs> Bobo um, was great. Yes, I do. <laughs> what was the actor's name? Well, the only thing I dislike... Um, he, I, I don't remember. He was just Jim from English Office to me. But um, <laughs> he was well, Sherlock. Also Sherlock, yes. yes. But what, what, the only thing I dislike is I, I don't like the uh, new reliance on so much CG because in the original, um, they they kind of use a lot more practical effects, right. and I, that's what I really enjoyed <laughs> about it. It's kind of kind of that gritty feel. And I yeah. feel that they kind of lost that a little bit when they like animate most of the goblins, for example. So back on topic. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk some more about Lord of the Rings later. Sure, sure. So <laughs> let, let's talk a little bit about some of your um, other hobbies. You mentioned um, in the break that you play baseball now. Yes, I joined a baseball team called MTB Mustangs recently. The MTB stands for more than baseball because wow. the coaches aren't just telling us how to field the ball. They're te- teaching us great morals and values that will serve us through life. It's a Christian team, all Christian boys, nice. and also all homeschoolers. And the ages group, you can join when you're about nine years old, and you've mm-hmm. got alumni too, people who are 19, 18, and it's a great team. We're playing right now, this is our season, We've played seven games so far. We've won four of them, lost mm-hmm. three of them. And uh, this is my first year. I'm not very good, but I'm enjoying it very much, and I'm learning a lot from them. So I do like baseball. All That's right. Great. That's great. Nice. And uh, you also mentioned a little bit in the last segment you like to play uh, board games and such. Um, Lots of board games. What are some of your games. favorite board games? Uh, well, my favorite probably would be a board game that no one's ever heard of. Okay. It's from, Ch- it's from China. It was actually invented in the year 2000 BC, mm. and it's still going strong today. Uh, it's called Go. Also I've, called I've actually heard Ego, of this. or the oh. Koreans call it Baduk, and the Chinese call it Wei Chin. And it's just a grid board, just lines, uh-huh. horizontal and vertical, and black and white stones, two player game, brilliant strategy game. And you can play this for hours, thinking very deeply, or you can just make the game last 10, 20 minutes, depending on how much effort you want to put into it. Sure. But it's a great game. I'm learning it. Just place the black and white stones on the board. I can't tell you how to play it right now because it's very complex. Oh, I'm sure. But it's very fun, and I've been playing that for a while. I've actually heard of that game. Yes. Um, And I've heard that it's very, very very much so complicated and complex and really gets people in it. But the rules are simple. Mm. If you want to learn it, you can learn it. Sure. My other favorite is a series called Axis and Allies. I've heard of that It's a World War II series. Um, I have D-Day, Guadalcanal, and... All of World War Two, and I also have a fourth game, All of World War One. I. I love Axis and wow. Dallas. That's good. That's good. Uh, what uh, country do you play as in that game? Well, I play as all of them. <laughs> I um, <laughs> often play with myself, but I also play with my siblings. They play with me sometimes. I like playing as all of them, developing new Your strategies, favorite? experimenting different things. Um, for which board game? Like for D-Day, uh, I think I like playing as okay. the defending Germans mostly. Okay. In World War One, I, I like playing as Germany, Austria, Hungary, and the Ottomans. I think I'm a little biased toward the Axis powers. Not because uh, I, I study history, so Nazis, nothing there. But um, <laughs> but I do like playing as them in the board game, especially during World War One. I. I think the Germans got a bad rep because World War One is World War One. I totally agree. Yeah. World War One is often misunderstood as them being the bad guy. Mm. World War Two was a crusade. But um, getting off topic again, I do love board games. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I personally, in most games that I can, I will either play as Germany because that's where a lot of my family from is from, France, yes. for the same reason. My grandfather or, was German. That's really? Cool. That's cool. Yeah. I've, got, I've got German blood. Or uh, we have uh, 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 Russia because they are awesome. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And I can also do the accent the entire time I play and annoy the hell out of my friends. Awesome. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, going back a little bit as well, um, we talked a little bit about kind of hobbies you have. Let's talk about a little bit about just little tiny um, parts of personality that these may seem pointless for you guys. But as a radio show host, I want you to know, what is your favorite color? I don't think I have one. I really? like I like them all in the right places. Purple is great in the studio. Uh, People yes. love everything. Good um, answer. Good answer, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> uh, red and blue, I think, might be favorites, but I don't really have favorites. I just like them where they belong, sort of. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you could do anything right now, one thing, what would you do? Speak some Japanese. <laughs> nice. Okay. Self introduction very briefly. Hajimemashite. Dominic des. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu. What does that mean? I have no idea. I, I heard Dominic. I can kind of make it out as your name is Dominic. Yes. Nice to meet you. My name's Dominic. And then the last phrase doesn't translate directly. It's sort of like, I look forward to being friends with you. Please look favorably upon me. It's a very Eastern phrase and it translates roughly to please look favorably upon me okay nice okay. so and it's just a personal question because you seem to have a really deep interest in japan yes. um do you ever one day want to either um work in something involving japan history japan japanese history maybe study abroad there or visit? well mom says that if i keep up learning japanese and if i speak it fluently then i could get a job at an airport being a translator working uh, translating Japanese people who don't speak English, English people who don't speak Japanese, and I could get a job doing that, and that'd yeah, be fine with me. That is a, very that's true. That's a good idea. That yeah. is a very good idea I could as be well. a translator. Um, yeah. Another thing, um, I have, um, this is personally for me, I have several friends, and they have, uh, they work with uh, car companies in Japan, since uh, one of the biggest Toyota, markets, Toyota, Honda, Honda right, right. Uh, Mazda, Suzuki, yeah. Subaru. A lot of um, Japanese cars. Right, and they, uh, I think most of my friends work for Honda, but they, um, they translate things here in America, because mm-hmm. this is their biggest market. Right. And since most the executives are in Japan, they translate like, the desires and orders. Right, mm. right. That's another really cool job. You travel a lot. Yeah, I'd like to travel, so that sounds good. And so, Dominic, the time has come. Your trial by fire begins now. Are you ready yes. to close us out? Okay, thank you very much, all of you, for listening. And we're going to wrap this up with the song about haikus that I wrote when I was 12. Please enjoy, and I look forward to being your host in the future. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you too. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Birds fly in the sky, oblivious to our life. I'd like to join them. A delicious cake, made with the best recipe. I want to eat it. Haikus. I'm surprised they've been around for so long, without a rhyme to move them along without a rhyme to move them along. Haikus, I'm surprised they've been around for so long. Without a rhyme to move them along. Without a rhyme to move them along. Fists swim in the sea, eating or being eaten, a dangerous life. A Japanese poem, ancient but very alive. Syllables matter. Haikus, I'm surprised they've lasted so long. Without a rhyme to move them along. Without a rhyme to move them along. Haikus, I'm surprised they've been around for so long. Without a rhyme 
To move them along without a rhyme To move them along Except this one from Avatar The Last Airbender to end my song. My name is Sokka. It's pronounced with an Aka. Ladies, I rock you. Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Marie from Bookworm and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with the Gila. In the Mexican desert, there lives an orange and black lizard called the Gila Monster. Hey! I am not a monster! That is my feelings. No offense, that's just what they call you. That's just me. I am not so bad. My apologies. Now, the Gila Monster's skin is blotchy and bumpy. Hey! What's your problem? This interview is over if you can't be more nicer. Sorry, let's see. Uh, how's this? His skin is an abstract pattern of stripes and spots. Hey, I like that. Abstract. That's cool. And man, does he love to dance. Make some room, Gringo. I don't go so fast, but I make every move count. Look out! that is. Wait, you're okay with that, right? Yeah, I embrace it now. It's it's who I am, you know? Hey, you hungry? Uh, I can eat. <laughs> 
my boy has a great little place on Cherokee. Sounds great. Here, we'll take my car. Let me uh, get the door for you. Okay. Hey, hey watch my tail. Oh, sorry, sorry. It'll grow back, but I like the one I got. Oh, go ahead. I got you. I got you. Gracias. That was Dave Farber, Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org.